What's up, everybody? This is the Bros Gone Wild Podcast. Hello, bros and broettes. Welcome back to another great episode. Number episode number twenty-five. That's twenty-five weeks in a row we've we've done this, which is pretty freaking impressive. Wow, that's a like half a year. I don't know how many weeks are in a year, but welcome back to a great episode of the Bros Gone Wild podcast. Not to drag this out in any way. In this podcast, we talk about sports gambling, NCAA players getting paid, Conor McGregor's soon-to-be boxing experience. The August twenty-sixth that happens. Uh, Hitler and Chocolate, Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk movie that's coming out very soon. I actually don't know the date on that one. Uh, and yeah, many more things. This is a this is one of our. I remember I finished this one, and I went, holy crap, that was fast. Uh, so, it, I mean, that's becoming more and more often when we record these. They just seem to fly by. So, please relax, enjoy. And, yeah, episode 25, Bro's Gone Wild Podcast. quite the way I want it to be. Tell me what you want. I want a brand new house on an episode of Cribs and a bathroom I can play baseball in. What's good, people? Welcome back to another episode. Dayton, Jonah, how are we doing this fine This fine Thursday? Yeah, recording early. Recording early. We're headed up north. Oh, I absolutely are. I'm very excited. What time are you heading out tomorrow? Um, me, Grant, and Ollie are leaving at around 2. 2 or 3. Oh, so you guys will be up there for a while. I'm not leaving until... I'll probably be on my way around 9.30. I gotta work from the ass crack at dawn until 9 o'clock, so. Mm. Bef- I think before Til the 9 ass crack p.m.? Dawn, You're going to get there at, four, like, like, midnight. Like 1. It's like a three-and-a-half-hour drive. No, it's, like, 3. Is it 3? What time's the alarm set? Like, 3 max. Alarm set, 4.30. I was going to say, it's... Um, but... That's before the sun. We'll get there. I'm we'll getting get up tomorrow. There. I'm going into work. Well, I was... Going into the station. I'm going into the station around... I'll be there at 5. So I'll probably leave my oh, house wow. at four thirty. Yeah, I'm waking up at four thirty. If you need a companion to talk to on the way there, just give I'll me give a call you a so you don't fall asleep at the wheel. Yeah. So my dad and uh, Rich do. They're both up early. They I, call each other so my dad doesn't fall I've, asleep. I've called Dayton on my way home from work. Just yeah. even I, I've been drowsy lately driving home from work. It could be tough. It takes everything out of me, and and some of the story, even just. I mean, even if I wasn't doing anything all day, just the, listening to the kind of stories that happen, and they're so gruesome, and it's kind of sad. <laughs> gruesome? What do you mean? Well, I guess really quick, one cool thing that... I, do, I set that up terribly. One, uh, one crazy thing we had the other day was... It was talking about gun laws. Or, not talking about gun laws. So, a guy was getting a home intruder in Flint, he was getting people breaking into his house all the time. It was a big problem he was having. And it's one of the nicer houses in Flint, so mm-hmm. that was a big reason people were breaking in. And so this guy, he was getting his house broken in, so he decides, okay, I'll get myself a pistol so I can defend myself so these people whatever. So, of course, two days after this guy buys a pistol, he... Is that thing still going really quick? Storage yeah. is almost full. Okay, we're good. So two days after he buys this pistol, he gets a home intruder, and people, these guys are breaking into his house, 
and so he actually ends up firing at the, the this kid that broke broke in. Turns out it was three other kids. He shot, I think he hit his leg or something, and right after he shot that bullet, he was shot in the head and killed. And it's just crazy because wait, 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 the kid? No, the guy, the, the guy, the guy that just bought the pistol to the, defend his home. The homeowner. The homeowner. The homeowner shot the kid, and then one of the other guys shot back and in the hit yeah, in the head. Yeah, he he tried to shoot him, and basically instantly after he shot at these guys, he was immediately dead because boom, they shot him in the head, and that was it. Holy shit, dude! So he was with the crew. The, the, that kid that he got in the leg was with the crew. And and, the, and basically, a big reason we are running the story is. You never know how many people there is in this stuff. Yeah, you might have taken out that one guy. There's two other guys. You're left and right that just went boom, dead, and then they. And it's just it brings up the argument of if that guy didn't have a gun, he'd probably still be alive. If he had fired, which is just his biggest problem. It's kind of yeah. In a way, him getting a gun is why he's dead. Yeah, that's it. Which is just wild. That's that's its own issue. That's like no, I know, I know, totally. Uh, but that's wild. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, just that's some of the stuff. I mean, I, it's unbelievable how much death I deal with on the daily. Would you guys want to see it coming, or would you just um, want it to happen out of nowhere? Like when you do die, like for instance, that guy didn't see it coming. But would or would you rather be faced with it, like and know, like well, you know one I'm thing saying? that I've always, I would be so pissed if I died in my sleep. I'd be so salty. Really? I feel like I'd rather go in my. Sleep. That's that's the way I want to go. Like if I was dead yeah. and someone takes a puts a bullet in my head while I was dead, I'd be pissed. If you were sleeping, you mean? Yeah. If, like if I was in... shot in my sleep, I'd be so mad. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd be mad I was shot, but like if I died of natural causes in my sleep, pain, like painless. That's sleep? a little different because. Why is it different? Well, no, I I guess uh, never mind. I didn't mean to say it like that, but. I mean, if I knew if I knew that I was getting to that point, that's okay. That I, if I knew that maybe when I go to bed tonight, I might not wake up. That's a lot different. But if I was thirty yeah. and I died of a heart attack, I'd be pissed. <laughs> I'd be so mad. Not, Just because I no, I disagree. Because <laughs> so if you're thirty, no, because dude, I disagree. Because if you're thirty years old and you die of a heart attack in your sleep that's one thing if you're 30 years old and you die of a heart attack out somewhere right and you're with conscious. your family yeah or with other people around dude like that's more scarring like that'd be fucking horrible yeah I don't I don't want anybody to see it mm, I don't know personally I'd rather go through that I'd, <laughs> I'm, <just> like, <laughs> I'm going out I'm putting on a show I mean I'm not trying <laughs> I make sure people remember. Are you just saying the aspect of you want to be out doing something and you want to? I don't like, want to, like I don't want to die out of not knowing that it really is happening. Because if I die okay. in my sleep, okay, so I almost die in a dream and I stay dead in a dream. That's kind. Of, so you kind of answer my questions. You you want to see it coming. You want to know like yeah. okay, it's about to happen. Uh-huh. Almost okay. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, honestly, I I, I would rather go in my sleep. I would rather go. Oh, no, I'm like just, 80 and I just know the clocks are ticking and it's not going to be but a But that's different before. but if you but like I was saying would you want to go out 30 heart attack you think you're in a dream but you actually don't wait like or whatever I mean, that might be like, I'd be so mad if if somehow I looked back in my life and went God so that's how I went <laughs> You'd be dead Because you it's, wanna, it's so hard to put that into but, thinking because I'm already dead why, so I can't really but why do you know want that it happened what? but at the 
It's a very paradoxical kind of. Why do you want this big production when you die, though? That's I don't what necessarily kind of want like. a production. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jonah put it on a huge scale that I'm out at dinner and all this stuff. I'm not saying that. <laughs> no, okay. well, like, not, a, not necessarily, dude. If you're you, so you use the, the yeah, example totally of having a, a of having a heart attack, which I mean, it, it shit happens. I mean, people do have heart attacks, no doubt. So I would rather have a heart attack in my sleep rather than at work. Out with my family, somewhere, cause like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no. Like, you're not just gonna be like sitting on your couch by yourself. I mean, you might be, but like, yeah. odds are, if it's during the day, you're gonna be out with other people around. No, and I know that. It just, I would just be so salty, is what I'm trying to say. If that was, oh, is this I don't think head? anybody can hear you right now. No, they can. These mics pick up way more than you think. Um, We're all professional now. We all have three just yeah. sexy brand new mics. Yeah, they are sexy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. What I even really think about that, but it's um, a weird topic. It is. Death is a weird topic. It weirds a lot of people out. You get a lot of strange answers when you talk about death. You really do. Because nobody really knows. You know. That's so what's just why. That's why it's such a see the other of, side. I really, honestly, I wonder what will happen. I know. It's probably just nothing. Would you guys Maybe. say this? Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm like scrolling through like these news stories, and one of them is: woman urges couples not to go to bed angry after husband dies in sleep. <laughs> wow, that's convenient. And it's a picture that's of ironic. a guy with two little babies. So like, oh. probably about thirty. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. Gosh. But dang, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a good point, though. Don't go to bed mad at each other. You never know when you're going to go. Yeah. That's what, that's what <laughs> it's I, a good life tip right there. That's something I was preached since, like, I was young. Is never go to bed mad. Well, that's, well, kind like, of, that's kind of one of those things where, like, people are always like, you'll never know when, yeah. like, when you're going to have your last word, so, right. like, oh, don't yeah. end on bad terms. Right, exactly. So that's, like, something I was preached to. If you guys were to die tomorrow, would you be like, yeah, I had a pretty freaking good life? Or would you be? No. Would you be in massive? Like, are you kidding? Oh me? no, there's a lot more. To, there's a lot more to accomplish. Oh no, I, totally. I agree. There's, there's. No, a I'm lot not. Of, I'm not. I'm not done yet. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of untilled land out there. Yeah. And if I were to die and it weren't to get tilled, I'm not just like opportunities, you know. Uh-huh. So like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would be pretty pissed. No, I'm on the same. Wherever I, I am after this life, I'd be pretty pissed looking back. Hundred percent. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a. It'd be absolutely insane. I mean, to not have, not to not get to go through having kids and a career. There's and so much more to retire with this life. Retirement's gonna be sick, dude. Oh yeah. Retirement is gonna be amazing. Working I can't with wait. that 401k, baby. Ooh, never. <laughs> <laughs> where do, where would you retire if you, if you had to choose? Where do you think? Where are you, you going? Where do you think you would go if yeah. you could? Jeez, Choose I, anywhere so, to retire. That's so at. tough. I have no idea. There's so many. Fa- there's so many factors in that. I might just go get a quick STD at the villages in Florida. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> Wait, are you saying that because there's a lot of old people from everywhere and they're just carrying? It's the uh, apparent. I don't know if it still is, but it, at least it was for a year. It was the highest STD rate per capita in the United States. What, in a neighborhood, or like a city in Florida? The villages, it's it's the basically villages? a bunch of retired people go to this pla- these places. There's 
Something like eleven <laughs> golf courses. There's every, they're all fucking, and they're all oh, yeah. They're all single oh, people. Yeah. A lot of them, not all of them. Oh, and and everybody drives around in golf carts. Literally, that's the only way you get around. No, maybe not the only, but there it's just literally an old people heaven. Dude, the amount of Viagra in that place. You gotta <laughs> yeah. be ignorant. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty. That's honestly kind of scary. Yeah. Like I no like everybody gets old and it's just part of life, but that's just kind of freaking disgusting. I've always just, I've always really wondered, ugh. do you stay attracted to people your own to age? Pe- yeah. You have to. It's probably right. I mean, you're still gonna you're still you're gonna still look gonna back. look at I a 25 year old and go right. Yeah, when you're 16. You're like, I, I mean, up? but like, think about like when you were in eighth grade. Like, you thought the eighth grade girls were hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And now, so and now you look back at it and you're like, all right, like it's young as shit. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, well, I just, that's true. I saw. So, what do you think? Yes. But then you're like, you're still like immature at that point. I don't know. When you're when you're 65, it, like. If you're single, sixty-five year old man, are you gonna be uh, just attracted to these like seventy-year-old hags? If I'm single at sixty-five, I better have a lot of money. Yeah. Well, that's what's <laughs> crazy. Give me, give me yeah. <laughs> that's what's crazy about guys in comparison, more typically than girls, is guys can you could be sixty and date a thirty-five-year-old, and I mean it happens. It, do, it honestly does happen. It, and it that'd does. be pretty freaking sweet as a 65-year-old. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with this. Well, all. And all I'm saying is you don't really see that on the other way around. It's definitely yeah. more shaded towards Usually. an old guy with a younger girl. Usually. Typically. It's kind of a pretty sweet gig. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I could be 70 dating a dime piece 35 year old and you just look like shit that's, that's a that might be a little bit of a stretch but yeah. I mean it 30 is a stretch but like 40 is like perfect milf range so if you're picking up a four, like, a, like a early 40s right. late 30s maybe even <laughs> not bad not bad <laughs> and I'm 60 like a hard 60 oh no you're all of 60 maybe even 60 and change <laughs> <laughs> like I better on the block 60 <laughs> oh a few times Been on the, I've got my fair share of radioactive exposure <laughs> from flying a lot from whatever that might be x-rays. I got some wrinkles a lot of x-rays you got about 10 pills to take in the morning <laughs> every day I've got my Monday Tuesday Wednesday <laughs> Wendy oh man. oh I wanted to ask how was fight camp Oh, yeah. it's really, it was good. It's good. Cool. It, this week's the younger kids, right? I was yeah. talking a little bit Merrick about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun, but the younger kids just like don't listen, and it's real <laughs> yeah. frustrating sometimes. Oh, I bet. Um, but it was no, I love working it. It was a great time, dude. I I might literally show up uh, next week. I don't want to get paid by any means. I literally just want to go and me too, kind of and know. help and hang out I'll, and he'll pay you. Uh, He's paying me. I worked like a day and a half. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really need to get paid. It would just be it would be nice hanging out with all them and stuff. Um, uh, no, but so I I uh, picked up this team and uh, on Monday and Tuesday they were zero and three. Oh, great day! And, uh, yeah, good day. Yeah. Good days at the office. <laughs> but I think all they really needed was a little inspiration and some uh, great coaching. Yeah. Did you bring and it back? So uh, I provided that. Yeah. Um, we went four and one. Uh, wow. After, after, after a change up top, turned it around and uh, got the got the boys rallied and won, won some basketball. You just <laughs> got to motivate out there. You got to inspire. You, you know, know, it's just 
you can't be negative. Even the nope. worst guy on the team, if they're they're horrible, you just gotta get them excited about playing defense. Yep. Couldn't agree more, dude. I I, I feel like I can really up. rally my troops. That's what I'm saying. That's all it's you gotta fun. do. That's First thing part. I said is I go, guys. Little do you know, you're the luckiest eleven guys in here because <laughs> you just got me. That's, that's, that's the first great, thing man. I said to them. That's a great. Way to they they were unenthusiastic, and then I was like yelling and screaming and. Well, yeah, that's also too. If you're animated and you you're working hard and yelling and and fighting for your guys, like fighting for calls and stuff, they eat that. Oh up. yeah, dude, I had them. They liked me. They were definitely questionable at first, but they came around. No, totally. They absolutely love that kind of stuff, and it, yeah, it just makes the makes it that much better. When you when you got a good five on five team, it's you're so much happier going through the day. And, I was, I agree. Uh, so wait, what's the ages for the young? Did it go to second grade? No, it goes to six. Second grade. Second that's grade two six. Two, six. Like, that's I right. Think it's third that's to, the range. Third to third, third to six. six. No, four five six. I think four five six. Is it called five camp anymore? Or? Yeah, it's still called five camp. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to toot my own horn or anything, but I won the, I won the five on five older kids two years, you know, two years in a row. There's two years in a row where my best player left on championship Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I just sometimes great coaching can't even overcome that. If LeBron James leaves, the Cleveland Cavaliers aren't making it to the finals. <laughs> wow, that's a hell of a comparison right there. I mean. Zach Scott left on left on the last day, and I was that's a bummer. Screwed. That's a bummer. What was so cool about my season is I like everybody's always fighting for trades, and and I always think that's a mistake from coaches because a little chemistry it kills their connection with the team too mm-hmm. because they're always trying to. I don't mean to put them out on the spot. I mean I don't know if he listens, but. Myers is always trying to get the best guys. That's one thing I always remember. And he kind of, in a way, he would get like the big guys and he, whatever that well, is. He favors them. But he's always in front of his team. He's trying to get new players and trade players. And so these guys are like, oh, I'm on Myers' team, but he doesn't really want right, me. You got to do everything behind the scenes. You can't be open. And he's very animated in his trading. And he's very, exactly, he's open. It's part about being the commission, dude. And I, the I mean. What my my technique is I'm always sitting in the back. Whatever I get is what I get, and I just I take them all the way. And, and lo, like <laughs> every time, like last season in particular, I had a very mediocre squad, and I think we actually ended up getting one kid that came late to the camp, came onto my team, and he really boosted us or something along those lines. But I just worked with my boys, and next thing you know, we had a very mediocre season, but playoffs came around. Took we took the ship home and did you uh, actually? Oh yeah, beat Myers in the finals. It was, it was pretty freaking awesome. Is that dude. is that actually true? Did you really? Two years in a row, I've won fight camp. I thought you were just BSing. That no, hundred percent. Holy crap, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> the my, the two times I've worked it, I've won it. Just, uh, I, <laughs> I like to say it's a fluke, but I mean, <laughs> if I do it for a third time in a row, there's definitely something that I'm doing right. <laughs> That's that. Yeah. We can move on from five game. Hmm. I said we can move on from that. No, totally. Um, what were you freaking out about over there? Oh, I I found some would you rather's that I 
I do not feel comfortable sharing on the air, and that's saying a lot. Do we I'll wanna, say damn near. Anything. Do we want to touch our poll? Yeah, so we didn't post it, but uh, but we will. And we just we just found one. We're recording early this week, so right. Um, but it was uh, would would you rather change your last name to Hitler, or never <laughs> eat chocolate again? <laughs> I found another one, which I thought I might bring up after, since we haven't discussed it, and it would get a better reaction. But uh, anyway, you found a better one, uh, a different one. Let's hear. It. We'll go. We'll just go. Uh, we'll go live right now. Right, would live. you? Uh, yeah. All right. Would you rather have <laughs> taste buds on your asshole or poop come through your mouth? What's the Wait, difference? Wait, what's on my mouth? If there's taste buds, on... oh, so you're always tasting your. Oh gosh. I just got that. Taste buds. That took me a second. All on the butthole, probably. Yeah, I would, I would have to Poop agree. Poop come through your mouth? Dude, I'm not trying to have shit come Wouldn't you taste mouth. it anyways? Yeah, I guess you'd taste it regardless, so I'd rather just have them on my ass. Right. Totally. Yeah, on my ass. Yeah. All right. Well, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> to answer the Hitler chocolate one, I don't know. I think I probably would just not eat chocolate ever again. Oh, that's ridiculous. I, I, would, I would do the last name. Dude, I don't know Dude, about that. That's what I'm, not even, I'm not even that big of a chocolate guy. I would change my last name. I don't know. I'm a because you like that's not like. I guess, I guess you can't control it. It's not my fault. Maybe that my last name. I mean, Hitler, you know, yeah. I don't like, chocolate though. It's just I was a born into that. I was born into that name. Nobody knows I changed. Yeah, I'm more into the sour candy treats. So. No, listen, I'm not a big chocolate fan either. But there's a lot of things with chocolate that are yeah. delicious. I, I physically couldn't give up chocolate. Yeah, you, Josh is like addicted to chocolate. I, I, mean, I kind of am. Reality, I don't know what I would do without a without chocolate. I, I mean, actually, I probably would struggle with it, but that would be the worst, having that last name. That's like, there's nobody left with that last name, is there, Hitler? Really? Ooh, uh, I, don't I don't think there is, dude. I, I think they just... Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. Not probably, actually, but... Oh, yeah. Still, whatever. <laughs> I, yeah, I have There has to that, be, but I don't know. Do you think he has any relatives? Can you imagine being Hitler's relative? Well, I mean, he's got have, like some sort of relative. I don't, I don't even know. I'm not too sure. Like a distant cousin or something, at did, least. Did you know that apparently we we're all brothers and sisters? The Bonsimes have a windmill in Holland. No. <laughs> Why would I know that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you that. The Bonsimes. I. We have a uh, a windmill. It's like a old, very old windmill from hundred some odd years ago. That's basically labeled Bonsai, the Bonsai windmill. There's windmills over hundred years ago. With my exact, uh, with my exact last name. So, but it's not yours. I mean, it's it's, it's not blood. yours. It's in my bloodline. No, it isn't. <laughs> it can't be. Well, it's famous from Holland, so I mean, it's not that far fetched. I thought you meant you own the property and you your parents go there and no it's that's uh, your we don't window. know we don't really know how it got there as far as From I know hundred years ago dude that oh was I that. have I don't know how long ago I'm just <laughs> that's pulled right out of my asshole all right that's what I thought I just wanted to clarify let's uh, see how old windmills are when when was the flirt was it windmill or is it windmill <laughs> definitely windmill <laughs> dude old people say windmill or no wait yeah people say windmill don't they. I feel like that's common. Yeah, but that's just... It's... I mean, I don't say that. It's not how you spell it. It's spelled M-I-L-L-S, if I'm not mistaken. Gene Bonsign. Apparently. Put it there. 
or something. Did you guys know the other day was like the hundredth anniversary or something that the guy invented sliced bread? Some ridiculous like stat like that. It was the so, anniversary. So literally, when you say the best thing since sliced bread, you're saying best thing in the past hundred years. Yes, yes exactly. Years. Yeah, that's what it was funny to read. Only a hundred years, dude. I don't know. No, they've no, had, no. They've had bread for so. But long. no one sliced it. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but you, you, you can't be telling me that somebody's eating a loaf of bread without cutting it. Like they just ripped it. They never sliced. Maybe no. what, like selling it, like as sliced. Fa- as maybe? far as I mean, maybe honestly, selling it cut. Well, I what they, happened? Yeah, anyway, no, I read the I read the art or the little blurb ahead on it. It said that the guy made an automatic machine that just cut bread and he oh, sold it. so it's the first time that people like automated it almost automated made it, cutting in a way, but. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was the 100th anniversary. I think it was, though. I think it's been 100 years since sliced bread. That's Obviously. crazy. So, yeah, if you have anything that's great before that, you can't technically say the greatest thing since sliced bread. It's <laughs> good shit. Wow, yeah. it is. Did you guys want to see ESPYs at all? Yeah, dude, it was awesome. You watched it live? Yeah, it was dude, cool. I, Peyton Manning did a good job. He's awesome, man. He's, he he's a good funny. Job. He's funnier as shit. That Kevin Durant joke was hysterical. Did you see how mad he was? Was oh, that for real? Yeah. Oh, it had to be, I right? Think, well, Peyton Manning said after that, that was not planned. <laughs> yeah, he flamed him. In he, and, and they, he, I think he said that he didn't know, like, that Kevin Durant didn't know it was coming. Like, and I, usually I thought they, like, warned him. And he's like, nope, that one he didn't know was coming. He goes, uh, uh, a zinger every now and again is good for the soul. He said something like that. You guys are going to have to fill me in. I don't know why I said oh, so about this. I figured you might have seen a video. It's all over Twitter. People are loving it. It's uh, Peyton Manning uh, hosted the ESPYs. So like like all award shows, they come out and they give their mm-hmm. little monologue and they rip on everybody. And so he's talking about the women's gymnastic team. And he goes, yeah, they were so dominant. Kevin Durant told me he wanted to go play for them next year. <laughs> and they painted Kevin Durant in the crowd and he's sitting Literally. there just... Stone face. Oh. And then he goes, and you probably. And he, he goes, and he probably wouldn't start for him, right, Russell? <laughs> and then they show Russell Westbrook, and Russell Westbrook's just stone faced. Oh too. my <laughs> yeah, god! Yeah, awkward man. It was everybody was just awkward. going nuts. Right, Russell? <laughs> it was funny. That's crazy. That's a, I don't know if that, I don't know if that's a low blow, but that's not cool, dude. Making it awkward. It was funny. I don't know. I, I think dad, I think that's funny. My dad called Kevin Durant a baby for reacting that way. Just getting kind of mad. What do you expect? Yeah, I think I think it's all it comes in good fun. Yep. Yeah. I I like Peyton Manning. He's a funny guy, and his commercial he just cracked me up. He he was making fun of himself with all of his commercials. And stuff. I think oh, he's yeah. so funny in those. Yeah. yeah. The light is on your side. <laughs> he's one of the greatest athletes, or like I don't I don't know about athletes, but he dominated his sport. I tell you, know? you it's hard to watch the NFL ever since he left. You're ridiculous. Do you know what you're doing? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little it's totally there. an inside it's joke between right. me and Jonah. Uh, Sorry, we can move on. <laughs> I don't know. I would I would say that Tom Brady's been more dominant than Peyton Manning. Oh yeah, I don't I, I think Peyton Manning's got fair yeah. he's not a very clutch guy. He dominated like they both dominated. I, I'm not saying Tom Brady isn't better, I'm just saying he performed at a very high level. He did. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Apparently, I, someone, I think in our newsroom, in the station said, 
Lions are winning it all this year. And was Did you see what Calvin Johnson was saying about the Lions? No, I, I haven't really seen much about it, so I was going to see if you guys knew anything. He's been ripping them. Really? He came, so I think that like there might be some bad blood there now. So I'm not sure like what prompted him to say what he did. But what I heard, which may not be true, is that the Lions are asking for some money back. Because no he retired with like two years or however many years left on his deal. And we still got to pay him. <laughs> So um, I'm not or I'm not exactly sure how it works. I'm not sure if we actually did ask him for any money back. But he came out and said that basically he retired because he played for the Lions, who was a shitty team. They weren't going anywhere. He said, "Why would I go out there, keep banging my head against the wall when I know we weren't going to do anything or something like that?" Sheesh. Basically saying, yeah. like, "I'm not going to put my body through that no, when I'm playing that's for the fair. Lions." He he basically came out and said, "Quote." They have no chance of winning a Super Bowl, basically. Right. So why would I? Why would I waste my body? Well, he was stuck. His contract. That doesn't say a lot about the coaching staff. He. Well, I think what happened. He just said the organization. Or yeah. the organization. Yeah. That's. He, he yeah. had a couple years left in the tank, from what I can understand. But he was stuck with the Lions, and he just didn't. And he want was to at play. the point in his career where he was never practicing. He was never. It was. I mean, he was just playing games every week. It would, it came up in uh, in fantasy football. Yeah, chance he's gonna right. be out. Questionable, questionable, questionable. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you don't blame him. It's a freaking beating to go through that. No, I don't blame him. It's life changing. Especially all the stuff that comes out about these football players. Yeah. It's frightening. I'm sure you've seen Jade the freaking uh, the. The money NBA players are getting right now is unfreaking believable. Steph Curry has over a two hundred million or has a two hundred million dollar contract for five years. What's his name on the Rockets? Uh, I can't. CP three right or uh, James Harden. James Harden has two Super two twenty two twenty eight for like five years yeah, or something. It's ridiculous. John it's like all guaranteed. All it's unbelievable. Four years, one sixty eight guaranteed money. It's. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine making that, that amount so of money? That is so much money for five years of work. And my dad and like, said, "Your whole job is to like six months out of the year you're traveling. The other six months, your job is to work out for three to four hours a day. <laughs> Have fun the rest yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like that's a it's a pretty good gig, especially basketball. Where like." Well, you're that's not hitting what, your head again. Like football is one thing. Football, you're going through life changing stuff to get right. that money. In baseball, and and football's not guaranteed. Football, you gotta like sign like you gotta you gotta like it. specify the guaranteed amount in the contract, and that's a big yeah. Deal. It's a huge deal. It's in football. because those guys can get injured and not make any, any money any second. I mean, you can in any sport, but uh, yeah, more so football. More so football. Yeah, for sure. Is it's wild? And my dad was telling me he remembers. I mean, it wasn't terribly long ago. But he remembers when people were just freaking out when the first guy to get a million-dollar contract for, like, a, a year you'd make a million dollars. They thought it was the most ridiculous thing. Like, he makes this much for throwing around the ball, and it was just that was the big thing. And now James Harden makes $48 million a year. What's like, your guys' stance on paying college athletes? They need to be paid. I agree. To, to I, a degree. I, I mean, I, yeah. To a degree. It's it's a slippery slope because mm-hmm. just I was just wondering this. Ann and I were talking about this the other day because, like, I gave a speech on it last year. Did you really? 
Yeah, for Calm. Or I guess like a couple years ago. Oh, wow. Um, but so like my points were like, she was like, why would they need to get paid? Like they're getting like a scholarship and this and that. And like that's a lot of people's stances. But like, I like, what I they researched provide. it. Like, um, the average Division One football player spends like 44 hours or more a week at their sport. Lifting, practice, games, travel, this, that, whatever. So yeah, oh, that doesn't week. surprise me at all. No, I would so think it's maybe so, even more. Right, I think it is even more. I would say it's more. So oh that's gosh. so that in, it's a in job of itself is a is a full time job on top of being a full time college student allows you zero time to get a job and actually make money. So these kids who some of them come from families who aren't able to give them any money at school uh-huh. can't go buy anything. They can't afford to go out to eat. I mean, yeah. like yeah, they might supply you a meal plan, but. You can't go to McDonald's. And one of the you can't go out to eat with everybody. One of the worst things I don't mean to cut you off, John, no, but one of the worst things with football in particular, those guys get college degrees of the most randomest things in the just world. Just so they can get through. Just so they can get through, and that's not going to bring into their future at all. And yeah, they get all these lessons from football and all this stuff, but their college degree and diploma is such BS because. It was just the easiest one right. by far to get that worked the best with their schedule. So, so another, that's part of it too. Another thing is so like yeah, like the the amount of time and travel like that would pertain to almost any college athlete. Um, but like the one thing that like I guess would be like the other like major sports like football and basketball or something would be like the amount of money they bring to the school. Yeah, is unbelievable. Like the oh, it's so much the, more. The amount of money the University of Michigan makes oh, uh, filthy. On their, on their football team alone is ridiculous. Yeah, it really so is. So the amount of money, and they're not seeing any of that, so like they're basically working for the university for free. For free. Mm-hmm. So, and then the last point that like I had was these guys have their jerseys sold. I was just about to say. They're making money off these guys' names, off their brand. Johnny Manziel's jersey was sold for like millions and millions of dollars. Like the largest it was sold so, it was college over, jersey It was ever. over $50 million in... Yeah. in Jersey sales. Right. I was wow. gonna bring up that fact. And he doesn't see <laughs> and he doesn't see a dime of that. Yeah. Just because he's in college. That's That's ridiculous. a little ridiculous. So like I don't I mean like it's it's a hard fix because you gotta determine how much do you pay people? Does everybody get paid the same or does the yeah. star quarterback get paid more? Do I pay the football right. team as much as I play the women's soccer team? It's very the, hard. The men's water polo team, you know what I mean? Because you can't pay all the football and basketball players and then to the smaller sports say, sorry, guys, sorry. you don't bring enough. Like, But then that, again, I mean. But then again, kind of how it works. So, like, it's, there's no, it's a hard fix. I don't have any no, exactly. idea how, how to tackle the problem, but then again, it's not my job. Yeah. And they I just need to figure it out. It definitely should be addressed. <laughs> There's got to be someone smart enough to figure it out right. eventually. It, it's you know? not. It's not me. I'm not spending my time trying to work a, out. A, a cool a way to do it would be, yeah. If your name is on something, you get a percentage of those royalties. I think you should know. I think that you should, should be. A no I think you what. should no doubt. If they're selling my jersey, and it's I me that to, got that thing sold, even if it's like the tiniest of a percent. You need to see something. I agree. I think that's kind of ridiculous. When Texas A&M is making $50 million on my jersey. Look at it. Look at it like... No way. Look at it like, uh, hey, I can create a song. And it's like someone stealing your song. 
selling it to all these people and you're not seeing a single dime of it. And they don't let them do endorsement deals. You know, these college athletes are just as big as professional athletes some of the times and they can't go out and mm-hmm. do a Nike commercial or do anything like that. Nope. They're wasting three to four years exactly where they could be making so much money on endorsement contracts and any sport could be over at any time. Yeah. There's no guarantee. They're like, oh, well, they're going to go make millions when they go pro. Not necessarily. No. Not always. They could they could get hurt. Any you know anything could happen. They could be a bust. Like you're taking away four years of an opportunity for this guy to make more money than you'll make in a year. I know. Yeah. No, I, I think so too. So I don't know. I think that's a fair way to address it. I mean, it, it allows for you're not necessarily giving them a salary, but you're letting the people that really really deserve to make money and the people that are getting those jersey sales that are maybe. On commercials, you're letting them actually get what they work for. Right. I think that'd be a. a I mean, I'm not it's trying to be. It's a good start. It's a good start. Oh yeah. No doubt. No, it's a. It's tough. It's interesting, but. Yeah, anything, D? You Dave, said you're you curious. Wanna, you want to bring no. something up? You said, said you're curious. Well, yeah, it's just being that much. Well, so I watched an episode of. Is it John Oliver? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Oh, good show. Did you guys watch the vaccinations one? Uh huh. What are your guys' opinion on? Over vaccinate. I didn't watch the vaccinations okay. one. What's your uh, stance on vaccinating infants and whatnot? Do we do it too much at too young of an age? Um. So a, a big thing that he brought up in. Uh, so I guess it's a just to fill people in a little bit. I think we give as some vaccinations you can do or. It's over eighty different things you put in your kid while they're yep. an infant. Before before they're two, it's something it's like nuts. it's over it's over fifty. Over fifty, yeah, easily. I don't know. I I'm trying mm-hmm. to number, but um, but it's it becomes a real danger when people aren't necessarily don't. doing it because there's there was cases he was bringing up in uh, maybe it was I don't know in Chicago where that oh. one Somali uh, neighborhood like it was. Predominantly, I is that what you were going to talk? Go ahead. About? No, I, no. I just was saying he talked about a neighborhood in Chicago. It was like, or actually, no, it definitely wasn't in Chicago. It was. I don't think it was on U.S. soil, but anyways, a neighborhood somewhere just didn't vaccinate for the measles, and yeah, yeah, like sixteen or seventeen outbreak. cases broke out well, within like a week. That's what's so crazy about that stuff is if like someone every, doesn't do it, it puts everybody at risk because everybody carries it. But since they give you the immunization, you're immune to it. Exactly. Right. And so once there's somebody who's not, you don't even think about, I probably have the measles virus all over me, or the yellow fever, or the whatever they mm-hmm. vaccinate you for. And so when you run into somebody who's not, you wouldn't even think it would be an issue. That's like the whole thing with like when the Europeans came over and all the Native Americans died because of disease and all, That's the, a big all the stuff from like early times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it, because you introduce... These things. things that people and one of to. the one of the really sad things that really brought it home for me with vaccines that he brought up was towards the end of the episode he was dis- discussing how some kids are born without a strong enough immune system to be able to handle the vaccines so they cannot physically get the vaccines it's, their body couldn't handle it so these kids are out there with no vaccines and it's a dangerous world and, yeah. and and to go out there and to be open to some of the stuff that you can get is scary and, and so 
and these mom, uh, you just, you, I saw that they showed an interview of a mom and, and she's like, I don't know if I should send my kid to school. I don't know if I should do this because I don't know if, she, I don't know if she's safe. And, right, right. and the fact that people can sit on TV and go, vaccines are a joke, they are a lie, and they do this and that is kind of ridiculous. No, I agree. I, I don't, I, I think vaccinations are definitely like, I don't like, like I, I mean, yeah, we might overdo it. That that's the thing, and he did bring this up that there is a definitely, there's no doubt, some sort of money that's getting to where we put an extra twenty vaccinations, and, and the people always talk about how there's probably twenty that you have to do, but they throw in an extra thirty, right? right. Just because they make a lot of money off that, right? And so yeah, I definitely agree. There needs to be some figuring out with the logistics and the actual need of all of them but before I went to uh, Africa I had to get a bunch of shots and one of them was yellow fever and so like a lot of the virus so like like most people know but like if you don't like they inject you with the actual like virus just the, small dosage and yeah usually it's dead, dead. usually it's a dead Almost virus dead. or like severely weakened virus that you're like when I got when I was getting my vaccinations to go there, the yellow fever vaccine. She's like, "All right, this vaccine is like a live vaccine. The next two days, like, you might be having fevers or like this and that. So like, they literally like inject you with like live yellow fever, just like low enough dose where like your body will fight Not it off. Die. Hopefully. Probably. <laughs> I mean, what if I have a cold? My immune system's weakened. Like, yeah, would that like? Give me like I don't know. No, it was just kind of like like I was never really scared about it, but like I definitely had a fever the next day. Oh yeah, you felt it really? Definitely, definitely was warm. I've had it before. I I typically would get a flu shot just being at school mm-hmm. or being at college is kind of a smart thing to do, and just in general being around my dad is just kind yeah. of whatever. And there was one year in particular that just the flu kind of hit me after I got the shot. I was sick for like two days after I got it. And I, my body just didn't handle it well at all. It sucks. It happens though sometimes. Yeah. Like that's just, that's something they'll even just tell you straight up. No, and you that's part of it. You feel pretty crappy the next couple of days. But. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a no doubter in terms of you're going to be 100% fine after. Mm-hmm. For sure, but. Oh, Tim, T- Tim Tebow hit a walk-off home run last night. Is wow. he in the... He's not in the... the headline, he's still in the minors, right? Oh, yeah. Tim, it, the headline is Tim Tebow magic continues as he hits walk-off home run. So <laughs> Tim since being, Tebow magic. So, since being promoted to high A, St. Uh, Lucie by the Mets, Tim Tebow's been putting on quite a show for the fans. On Thursday night, the NFL Circus. quarterback's huge highlight was hitting a walk-off home run. Um, hmm. See, I'm trying to see if him. I don't, they don't have any stats on this article. I was going to look and see how he's doing. I think he's got a lot of skeletons in the closet. He's just putting on a face. He's a little over the top of the religion for me. He's fishy. Like, like I don't have a problem. Like, I'm not religious personally, but, like, I don't have a problem with people who are religious, like, at all. Like, good for you. But, like, I don't need you to shove it down my throat. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, at least when he was in college, he did that. Yeah, no, he did. And, like, that was a little much, but. I always think it's so strange when people say, I'm just glad God let me win, win this game, and he was on my side for this game. I agree. I'm like, dude. You dude. think he said, I'm going to make sure that you win this game over the other guy, over the the other guys. Over the guy, Over the guy on the other team that's praying just as hard to win that game. I think that is the – I completely agree. I think that is so Tim weird. Tim Tebow, I got you, bro. 
Yeah, like, oh, Tim, yeah, you're going to win this, no doubt. I got you. <laughs> no, I think that's just funky. No, I, I totally agree. Did, I wanted to ask, did you guys see any of, like, uh, the Conor McGregor stuff? And yeah, I've seen a little bit starting of Starting to brew, yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's, August, exciting. it's exciting. August 26th, we'll be at school. Yes, I'll be. That'll be. Oh, I'll be up there that. That's the Saturday. That, that's pay per view. That's the Saturday already, welcome week. I already got some boys down to pay per view and throw in on the pay per view. Like yeah. we did at my oh. man's house. Josh, hate to be that guy. Josh and I had a horrible pay per view experience <laughs> not too long ago at school. Oh but man. Yeah, we're we're gonna try and throw in on some pay per view. Okay. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. Uh, that'll, be, that'll be an absolute blast. That'll be so fun. I. It's welcome weekend. Uh-huh. It's a Saturday of welcome weekend. Oh, the Saturday. Yeah. I know. That's, that's tough. I mean, worst yeah, worst comes like, to worst, dude, we watch it right when we wake up in the morning. <laughs> we're going to hear that night who wins, though. That's the problem. you got to watch it. Maybe guys. it's on, on at places we go and stuff. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it Saturday out. Saturday night, it won't be out until like midnight, dude. Like, that's we're going to be thing. out on Saturday. Like, we're going to be out on Saturday. Saturday's like the, the pop. It's not going to be on my biggest of, of worries. Um, maybe we'll just have to come back early. And... Low-key, all I'm saying is when Floyd, okay, when Floyd, uh, when he did his fight against Pacquiao, I was I was so excited for it, and uh, there was all this hype built around it. You watch it? Yeah, we paid for the pay-per-view at Brad's. All of us got man, together, man. put in like 10 bucks each. Terrible fight. It was so boring. I was fight. I was already bored of it after five minutes. And, uh, I don't know. <laughs> just... I mean, I, it was kind of, honestly, just probably to say... Like, you you can just say you watched it. Like, that's all you pretty Dude, much I'm got. Tellin', I'm telling you. You watched it. It's hard for me to not believe Conor McGregor when he literally just goes out and he goes, I'm knocking him out before the, or within four rounds, guaranteed. I, I see that. I, I know. Go, I go, <laughs> Dude, I know everybody's saying Floyd in a no-doubter, but this guy seems to know something that I don't. <laughs> because he is... He is like I understand, oh, yeah. like that's part of his thing, and like, but I don't know when he when he comes out and says that, and he just makes it seem like you're we're all fucking idiots for thinking that like he I doesn't know. stand a chance. It gets me thinking. I know, I know. It's five. I, I love to see it. I want to say it's five to one odds in Vegas or something right now. Dude, I might. Dude, would, it would. It would <laughs> throw it, ten it bucks would, on dude, Connor. Throw it. Throw it. Throw a twenty-five down. Oh yeah. Make a hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. One hundred twenty-five bucks. That's not, that wouldn't be that bad. If you lose twenty five bucks, all right, whatever. I can live with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it's it's cool. And one thing that's you got just, me thinking now a little bit. I'm not. Gonna one lie. thing that's just so cool, with Connor, is he believes in himself so much. He's saying you you just don't see that out of people. Out of the self confidence and the belief he has in what he's doing, is so inspiring. It is. Speaking of betting, so like. The only legal sports book is in Vegas, if I'm correct, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I have a couple things to say about that. Number one, I was when I was in Africa, they had sports books at the bar. So we went to one. Of, we went to a bar and on just uh, games in a, in that a, were on in Accra, and there were soccer games on, and there was a there was a woman who her whole job was to walk around and collect bets. She came up to Sweet. us and she's like, "You guys have anything we want to bet on? Here's the." Here's the whole like oh, and percentages and all that, and like it was on its own like screen, like a, a Kino screen or something. Wow. Like it was like had all the spreads <laughs> and all sweet. everything like really that. Really cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I I wish I would have thrown like 
a little bit down just Couple for the fuck of it. Couple it's chains. unbelievable how much once if you were to throw five dollars on a soccer game, that's the most invested you be in a soccer game probably in your whole life. It'd be exciting just, to watch it. It makes it exciting, well, exactly. Well, who was it? Germany and Brazil. When Germany, this was a couple years ago in the World Cup. Do you remember that? The, I was pretty invested in that yeah. game. I've been I've Germany been real invested stopped. in some USA World Cup. World games. Cup is, is I fun. love watching the World no, Cup. No, I, I do. I do like the World Cup. I agree. Me as well. Yeah, um, it's fun. No, but another thing, I was talking. I know I was talking to Dayton, but Scott, uh, SVP did a did a like a decent piece on uh, like sports betting and why we should make it legal, and it was actually really cool. Really, and he was he uh, made the comparison to marijuana about like. Slowly legalizing it, and like oh. why people like why it was taken like people away people think it's bad, but like how much money sports betting would make oh, everybody be ignorant like the government <laughs> everybody oh the numbers and are he, and, he, and, he, and he and like apparently like it's on the verge of happening and he literally oh, goes cool. he goes in twenty years we'll look back and say why the hell was this ever illegal yeah because like what I don't understand why I mean like okay you want to prevent people who have like inside knowledge exactly. or like you don't want like a Mike Donahue situation mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but like that's got to be outlawed in itself in itself like that's more yeah of, like, that's the, with anything right uh, I don't know stuff probably happens it's gonna happen anyway it's gonna it's happen anyways like it, there, it I happens. mean that betting happens yeah and it if does it happen. wants to if people want to find out they will or right. whatever that's kind of the point he makes is okay it's happening it's kind of like a black market thing uh huh it's, people are gonna be shady, whatever. But like you know, you just try to, like Jonas said, outlaw it. You know, and try. I mean, regulate. this is totally. I'm. I'm pretty. I saw something recently with Manny Pacquiao and the Mayweather fight. Uh, did he have to give back? I, I believe he had to give back some money or something. He didn't disclose an injury because he had a shoulder injury or something Manny? along those lines, and that's they, huge. Dude, if you don't dis- if you don't disclose injuries, it's actually a big deal. So like, if you play in the NFL. And I get like a fucked up shoulder, and I don't tell anybody, or I tell the coaches, and the coaches don't release that to the NFL or on an injury report or something. It is massive. There's a lot of trouble that these teams can get in. If I'm a, if I'm an organization and I know a guy's injured, and like even injured to a point where like it's not a danger for him to go out, he's just hurt. Right. You know what I mean? Like play, playing on a bum ankle. All or that stuff is is they, voiced. They don't allow that. Like they freak out. Like. The Seahawks got in some hot water, I think, because Richard Sherman was hurt for a few weeks, and they didn't disclose it. Cool. Something along the lines. Like, it was a, it was an issue, like, lately, which is kind of weird, because, like, I wouldn't want people knowing I'm injured. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why it's mandatory. Yeah. It's giving the other team an advantage. If they know I got a bad right ankle, they can attack me. Well, I think it's for the betting. It's because yeah. there's so much money on these games that, that like, yeah, fights, because there was so much money on the Manny... The Pacquiao fight with all and that. If people knew he had a bad. And shoulder, if people knew he had a bad shoulder, that throws everything. That throws the odds, the the line. It's kind of a good point. No, that's like that's why they do that's it, I guess. The, but like, I, it's kind of like, why is that our problem? Why like, is it? Why is it my problem that Joey so and so is betting on whatever's going on? Exactly. And you have to disclose a little uh, finger bruise or something. Right, like if going I'm going on. into the Super yeah. Bowl. And my left tackle's got a bad ankle. I don't want these guys knowing that they'll they'll send a blitz or something like. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Oh no, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. <laughs> but that's just yeah. That's it's a weird. It's a, it's a weird, weird area. Weird area to work with, but 
Um, have you? I wanted to. Have you guys seen the Dunkirk movie coming out with Christopher Nolan? Looks pretty good. I Those. think it's gonna be unbelievable. Same people that made Interstellar and same uh, director. The Batman trilogy. And Batman, yeah. Wow. He's and in uh Inception. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Uh, and you can in in the trailer I watched too, there's it's you can't it's cool with Christopher Nolan because he doesn't give he doesn't away give, a lot. I was gonna say it doesn't you give don't, you that much away, but it kinda gets you like, alright, this looks like a like, great oh, oh, this I don't what is this all about? And what one thing that just one hundred percent reminded me of Interstellar is if you watch the trailer, Dayton, there's this constant ticking throughout the whole trailer that's just this background kind of and that has to do with the audio people too but and and it just in interstellar there's the wave scene where they're losing tens and tens of years as hours pass when they go and that whole scene a lot of people don't even really mentally realize but there's background there's the ticking that kind of gets kinda you antsy. Feels and it gets you, you, gives you the urgency. It gives you on the edge of your seat, like, hurry up, hurry up. And I could see a little bit of that in the trailer, and oh, it got me so excited. <laughs> You're a big Interstellar guy, aren't you? That, I think that's my favorite movie. I don't doubt that. You you talk extremely highly of I that can, movie. I can sit down anytime, any day, and watch that movie. It, it top to bottom, is so solid mm-hmm. to me. Could you really anytime, any day do that? I don't Probably. know if I could do that with any movie. So I could do that with a couple movies. <laughs> I don't know if I, I love fall asleep, that I much. might fall asleep to some uh, Apollo. There's tonight. a chance I throw on Interstellar in the background. One thing that's so cool with Interstellar too is I could have it in the background, and if I hear a soundtrack or something, I know what part of the movie that's in, even without seeing the screen. Like I, I almost have. It's a very, very memorable soundtrack. I've never had that with any other movie. I don't know. It's a, it's great, dude. And what's really interesting, so in Dunkirk, I guess it was recorded. My brother was trying to explain it, and I kind of get it, but there's this 70-millimeter film that it was recorded in, which is extremely nice quality, and there's only a few theaters in Michigan that are showing this, and I guess me and my brother might drive 30 minutes to go see her. We'll see. But <laughs> there's... So the way this film works, in the comparison he said was almost in a, in a record player, in, in how, like, records... They're old fashioned, but they're they're the way they sound is the most pure music in a way. Like I don't know if it's the most most pure, but that's kinda how this film is. Like, yeah, it's going a that little old fashioned, but yet the quality is so good and it's yeah. recorded in like slightly IMAX cameras and uh-huh. apparently it's just supposed to be this insane visual and crazy experience. That's cool. I'm yeah, I'm I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet, man. But yeah, I guess that's that's pretty much everything I got going on. How about anything we should touch on before uh, before we head up uh, north? Nothing comes to the uh, top of the brain. I think that's pretty much all yeah. that's going on. There's SBs. The who won the home run derby? The church Aaron, Aaron judge. or judge? Not church judge. Church. I need to say. Aaron church. Judge. <laughs> I saw oh, that was on, that was that was our last one. Yeah, we said that on our last yeah, one. It was, we were, on it was on while we were, while we were recording. recording yeah. That's right. Cool. Alrighty, well, I guess uh, besides that, we uh, hopefully up north goes well. Have a great weekend, Dayton, and we will see you next week. Sounds good. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers.